Welcome to Art of the Kickstart, your source for crowdfunding campaign success. I'm your host, Roy Morjan, president of Inventus Partners, the top full-service turnkey product development and crowdfunding marketing agency in the world. We have helped startups raise over $100 million for our clients since 2010. Each week, I'll interview a crowdfunding success story, an inspirational entrepreneur, or a business expert in order to help you take your startup to the next level with crowdfunding. Art of the Kickstart is honored to be sponsored by Gadget Flow. The Gadget Flow is a product discovery platform that helps you discover, save, and buy awesome products. It is the ultimate buyer's guide for luxury gadgets and creative gifts. Now let's get on with the show. Welcome to another edition of Art of the Kickstart. Today I am speaking with two co-creators of the Mazu Hanger, Tim Lee and Michael Graham. Tim and Michael, thank you so much for joining me today on Art of the Kickstart. Thanks for having us. Yeah, so I'm really excited to talk about this, you know, truly innovative, eco-friendly clothing hanger. I mean, you guys, it's so unique that you actually were awarded a design patent for it. And the engineering behind this thing is really amazing. I mean, the fact that you can hang and remove clothes without unbuttoning buttons, which I know is just really annoying, uh, you know, stop overstretching your collars, all of that. The engineering and the design that you guys did on this even fits like baby clothes to adults. So I'm really excited to kind of hear where it all started and what inspired you guys to create Mazu. Yeah, so basically, um, you know, the hangar started off as, as kind of a test project. You know, Michael and I and uh, uh, a couple other friends were basically looking to start a sustainable, sustainable focused uh, design firm. And we thought, you know, it might be good just to kind of flesh out our, our processes by picking a common household item and redesigning it and just kind of uh, seeing how that process worked and and and, uh, and using using those lessons learned to, to move forward, and uh, that's how we, and we ended up coming up with the the Mozu hanger um, uh, first by looking at at uh, how we can make uh, hangers more sustainable because of the issue where you know, millions of, of of hangers or plastic hangers are being disposed of and ending up in landfills every year, and so we looked at some different materials and and settled in on. Uh, bamboo and wheat straw, uh, both of which are highly sustainable and renewable materials. Uh, and then in, along the way, uh, you know, we came up with the, the idea of the notch uh, in, in order to uh, make the process and the, uh, the routine for hanging and, and taking off your clothes uh, more simple and, and more efficient. And, and that's basically uh, you know, how it started. And we just kind of ran with it because we, we, we got some feedback and everyone seemed to really love it. And we fell in love with the, the design. And so we just decided to move forward with it. Yeah, I mean, I really have a thing for uh, sustainable companies. And, you know, we've done everyone with, from Adrian Solgard with his recycled products to Last Swab and Last Objects. Uh, Isabel was on the show recently. So when you were creating Mozu, what was the process like? Like, how did you go about deciding on the features, the blends, the, the you know, recyclable or sustainable features into it? Talk about that design process for us. Sure. So um, basically what we ended up doing was we did a, a market study uh, just to see what hangers are already out there, what are some of the features they have. Uh, and we created, you know, just basically like a, a chart to show, you know, the price points, the features, the materials. Uh, and, um, and uh, you know, it seemed, it seemed to us that, you know, the sustainability wasn't really a main focus in, in hanger uh, development. 
And so that, that's kind of what uh, we think sets us apart from the competition. And, uh, you know, we worked with them originally, we were looking strictly at the bamboo material um, because of its renewability and, uh, and, and aesthetics as well. But uh, along the way, uh, you know, the price point it was, was a bit higher than we had hoped. And so our, our manufacturing partner uh, is also does injection molding. And so they recommended this other material uh, that's relatively new to the market. And so we were able to you know, incorporate that into our design and, and offer that as another material option. As far as the, the hanger design uh, iterations go, uh, we basically, uh, the team just kind of came up with a bunch of different individual um, design concepts and we kind of flushed through them all, uh, you know, uh, ranked them, racked to stack them and then decided which, which features we felt were uh, most promising. And then we uh, brought those to you know, potential customers and had them evaluate it and give us feedback as well. And that's uh, how we ended up kind of honing in on on the design, the main design features, uh, and then also leveraging uh, my background in in structural engineering as well as uh, Michael's background in in graphic design. Uh, we were able to kind of uh, improve the strength of the of the design as well as make it very aesthetic, aesthetically pleasing. What led you guys to crowdfunding in terms of launching this innovation? using you know kickstarter as a means to to validate the product and pre-sell the product what how did you first get introduced to crowdfunding and what made you decide that this was the best path forward with your product michael you want to try to jump in on this one it's a great question i I, to be honest i don't even know what first drew us to crowdfunding possibly during uh, market research we i know that that's how we encountered a variety of clothing hangers that were all unique from the conventional design and each offered, you know, uh, unique, uh, benefits. And, uh, they proven, they had proven to be very successful in the Kickstarter community. So that gave us, you know, the first inkling that we could use that, that's that platform to promote our product and to generate awareness and raise uh, capital for the manufacturing of the product. And, during these difficult times right now, you know, that was one of our biggest concerns was what kind of impact will that have on the crowdfunding community? And through our research, you know, it, it, it has shown that the success rate of Kickstarter campaigns are the same as they were before. So it, I'm, I, you know, I'm surprised to know that, you know, even though there's a lot of shifts going on economically in the world right now, people are still going to this platform and people are still pursuing products and, and backing these products and that there's still a demand for it. Absolutely. Talk a little bit about, you know, and the campaign hasn't launched yet uh, as we record this, but certainly when it goes live, the campaign will be live as well. Talk a little bit about the prep work that you guys have done leading up to your Kickstarter campaign. I know you've started doing some initial consumer research and getting feedback, which is great. What are some of the other, you know, elements or marketing things that you've done uh, to lead up to the launch? Tim, do you want to take that one? I, I... Sure. Yeah, Roy, I think you dropped out for a minute, but I think you were asking about uh, the prep work for the campaign. Correct. Yeah. So actually, this this project's been a work in process for quite a while. I think longer than most campaigns. Um, 
due to several reasons. One being just our our individual uh, commitments, uh, both to our families and and our, our our work, and also just the design the design process in general. We're, we're kind of perfectionists, and so you know we don't want to put anything out there until we're 100 percent satisfied with it. And and uh, you know and and the, uh, so we didn't want to rush into anything. And so uh, I guess, uh, you know, one of the first things we did um, after we kind of settled on the design was to uh, to move forward with, with developing uh, marketing collateral pictures, uh, um, video. Um, and so that was, uh, and we tried to do, be as, as involved in that process as we, as we could. Um, and so we used, you know, a friend of ours uh, to shoot the video and, and a friend of ours to, uh, it's a professional photographer to shoot uh, the product photos as well, but we did a lot of the editing ourselves. Uh, and and I think since it's our first Kickstarter campaign, there's a lot that we didn't know going into it uh, that, you know, now after the fact, uh, you know, if we had known, we would have done things a little differently, both with just, you know, general uh, product shots, different a variety of, of, of photo of photography, uh, as well as uh, in the video. I think we we jumped a little bit and, and did things a little bit quickly, which um, uh, made it a little bit more difficult in the end, trying to, uh, you know, rework uh, some of the video, uh, you know, uh, voiceovers and, 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 and re- recutting the video to try to incorporate the new material. So I think... I think uh, we we learned a lot along that along that process, and for the next uh, for the next product, uh, you know, I think we'll, we'll be in a much better position. But uh, it was it was a, a learning process, and so uh, I'm kind of getting off on a little bit of a tangent. But after the you know the video uh, and and um, and uh, photography, uh, we we moved forward in in creating a website and uh, starting to uh, draft the Kickstarter campaign. And then uh, eventually we started doing some Facebook ads to try to, you know, get uh, a lead generation uh, for the campaign. Uh, And then, you know, COVID COVID-19 happened and, and and things got a little bit, you know, more worrisome about the, the campaign, like Michael mentioned uh, and so that's when we decided to enlist the help of Inventus to um, to kind of help us along with this process. Yeah, I mean, you've been working with us here at Inventus Partners for a while now. What were some of those considerations that you went through in terms of choosing an agency to partner with on your launch? So, so the number one thing for for me, I think, was uh, transparency. You know, we looked at some other other uh, marketing companies and and. Uh, I think one thing that that Inventus stood out uh, among among the pack was was their willingness to 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 be completely transparent in all of their uh, marketing processes, and so that's something that we as a company could learn from along the way. Uh, whereas a lot of other companies, marketing companies, kind of kept kept a tight lid on on their uh, their strategy and and their processes to the point where we wouldn't really be able to learn a whole lot. And so I think that was one of the major factors of uh, of, an, of us choosing a marketing partner, uh, as well as the reputation. I think Inventus just uh, you know across the industry has a very good reputation from previous backers, and that that played a, a huge role in in us deciding uh, which company to use. No, that's great to hear. Always on my end. Um, so you know, given that the campaign hasn't launched yet, what's the the number one takeaway you've learned through pre-launch in terms of getting your innovation ready for the the big lights? Well, so Tim, I'll jump here and, and, and speak quickly to that. Tim, Tim mentioned earlier 
that this entire process has been a learning experience. And, and I would completely agree with that. We, we went into this thing thinking that the bamboo laminated three-ply bamboo material was going to be the, the, the only material, the only offering for the Mozu hanger. And then along the way, after performing research with manufacturing and production and sourcing of the materials, it was determined that that was not the most economical approach um, for the type of product that we're trying to launch. So throughout that entire process, we had to shift gears along the way. We had a whole bunch of marketing material that was built around the bamboo version of the hanger. And so we had to switch gears and, and quickly implement and create new marketing materials for the, uh, for the new wheat straw material here. And one of the things that stood out to us with Inventus was that, you know, you offer a full suite of services for people starting out like myself and Tim, where we don't have a full understanding as to what the process is or how to get to the end. But you offer consulting and um, prototyping, all sorts of sort services from start to finish. And that's one of the biggest things I feel has been helping us throughout this entire process. So, gentlemen, this is going to get us into our launch round. Uh, Tim, you did draw the short straw, so I'm going to rapid fire a handful of questions at you. Tim, you good to go? Uh, yeah. Beautiful. So what inspired you to be an entrepreneur? Uh, actually, uh, just my, my love for creating and building things. If you could meet with any entrepreneur throughout history, who would it be? That would be Dean Kamen, I think. Dean, okay, that's the first one on the show. What would be your first question for him? Uh, I guess uh, I would ask him what inspired him uh, to create all these, you know, out out there products that are that are kind of, you know, changing the way we look at things in the world. Interesting. Uh, any books you'd recommend to a, a new startup founder entrepreneur? Gosh, I've read some. <laughs> I've read some. <laughs> I can't keep track. <laughs> How about a, a favorite resource online for someone? I, you know, I, honestly, whenever I'm looking for something, I just Google it and I, I, I look at as many different resources as I can to kind of get all the different perspectives that I can uh, possibly find. Tim, where do you see yourself in five years? Well, hopefully, uh, you know, the company that Michael and I have started, uh, you know, is, is successful and the, and the launch is successful and we move on and, and develop multiple, you know, different follow on products. All right. Last question in the launch round. And I know you haven't launched yet, but give me your opinion on what the future of crowdfunding looks like. You know, I think I think it's good. I think people are, are much more willing to, uh, you know, look uh, to back uh, and support, you know, smaller businesses uh, over the over large corporations. So I think it's a it's, it's a good thing moving forward. I hope so. Gentlemen, this is your opportunity to give us your pitch. Tell people what you're all about, where people should go, and why they should check out Mozu. Okay, yeah. Um, so basically, uh, you know, Ensu Design, is, which is our company, uh, you know, we created the Mozu Hanger uh, to uh, incorporate a beautiful design, innovative functionality, and environmental consciousness in, in everyday products like clothing hangers. And so we're launching on Kickstarter. So go to Kickstarter, look for Mozu Hanger, M-O-Z-U Hanger, and support us. Awesome. Audience, thanks again for tuning in. Make sure to visit artofthekickstart.com for the notes, the transcript, links to everything we talked about today. And of course, thank you to our crowdfunding podcast sponsors, The Gadget Flow and Product Type. 
Tim, Michael, thank you so much for joining us today on Art of the Kickstart. Thanks, Roy. I appreciate it. Thank you. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Art of the Kickstart, the show about building a business, world, and life with crowdfunding. If you've enjoyed today's episode, awesome. Make sure to visit artofthekickstart.com and tell us all about it. There you'll find additional information about past episodes, our Kickstarter guide to crushing it. And of course, if you love this episode a lot, leave us a review at artofthekickstart.com slash iTunes. It helps more inventors, entrepreneurs, and startups find this show and helps us get better guests to help you build a better business. If you need more hands-on crowdfunding strategy advice, please feel free to request a quote on inventuspartners.com. Thanks again for tuning in, and we'll see you again next week.